Hello, freaks. Welcome to the uh, first episode of the Death Comes Lifting podcast. I'm going to be your host. I'm Zach, and this is uh, this is the part mastermind behind Death Comes Lifting. My right hand man, the man, the myth, the legend, the wildebeest, Wyatt Dick Warlock Haggerty. <laughs> the fuck's up? What's up, man? This is so cool. We are actually so Wyatt. If you don't know already, is an a podcast expert. I'm just an asshole. He works at On It. If you don't know what On It is, then you probably have never used the internet before or listened to Joe Rogan or like anything like that, I guess. So you're probably ahead of the game. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of people know, but that's okay if they don't. Well, yeah, it's totally okay. But we're in um, Aubrey Marcus's. Is this his office? This right is his now? office. This is his office. So we're doing the first episode of the Death Comes Lifting podcast from on it headquarters in austin texas in aubrey marcus's podcast i don't even know who has like even sat in these chairs right now this is like kind of weird to me lots of people dude yeah like, i mean it's pretty remarkable you know when you think of i mean most recently um adam savage was here we're just trying to name drop for credibility honestly that's yeah all, that's i mean it was happening. cool like the dude from mythbusters was in the building at work like yeah just walking around and shit and right um my job here is I create all of Aubrey's videos for him now. And uh, that was like my second day at work or something. Fucking Adam Savage is in here. And I'm like, wow, how about that? It's just stuff like that is cool. And whenever you think of the the heroic saliva that has been expelled on these microphones. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for people in the fitness world, I think um, like Tim Kennedy, Kyle Kingsbury, um, ben Greenfield. I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Remember Mike Dolce? He the was Dolce like, diet. Dolce diet. Yeah, yeah, dude. He used to come it's on my here. Boy. Yeah. I don't what know happened what happened. Him? He had a, he had an on it product, his whey protein. Yeah. A long time ago. Haven't seen it. Doesn't exist anymore. All right. Well, where death comes lifting and we are not those guys. We're kind of like the villain esque uh, brand of those guys. In, in a way, way. Yeah. yeah it's like an i mean i wouldn't even call it that it's kind of it's it's kind of like a a fuck you in a way to the villain persona that's true. how i always perceived it yeah as it's like true. slipping good messages under the rug in a dark and horrific format if that makes sense well that's just who i am yeah and i'm just doing my thing darkness and, and positivity incarnate you incarnate, know incarnate yeah and uh why don't you uh help me explain what you do for me and for death comes lifting and you're the you know the kind of the uh i kind of create the ideas and the roughness and the uh sketches and everything and send it to you and you kind of work the magic and make it more legit right in well, I'll start off by saying that I'm completely self-taught when it comes to Photoshop. Mm -hmm. I'm not like an expert by any means whatsoever. Or punk rock. It's DIY, dude. It is DIY. Uh, that I, is I, true. I, I never even took my fucking SATs, dude. You never took your SATs? I never took my SATs. Fuck yeah. Let alone anything else. <laughs> I think I... I Plenty of drugs, not the SATs, though. <laughs> I never took the SATs. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was at a girl's house until like 2 in the morning the night before, and I fucking just ate shit on the SATs so hard. I yeah. thought I was like way smarter than I actually was. It was embarrassing. Don't we all? Yeah. So there's that. But basically, um, Death Comes Lifting's 
website through all of its iterations, all of the um, designs, save for two of them. Now we've had other people do. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. two of them. More in the works. Which I think are two of the best ones. So that speaks to the... Yeah. I've served my purpose, but I, I really yeah. like that we're now starting to include other people into the mix and we're having just basically building a community and featuring artists work and stuff. And we have a couple things coming down the pipeline that are just so tight and it's like very unapologetic and I'm very hands-on and all the designs I never want to give it to like somebody else. Totally. I don't think, or at least without like, a well, that's little what happens bit of... when you pay someone to make art for you. Yeah. Like you have the right to go. No, I want this. Right. Well, I always give it like I'm a self-taught artist. I mean, those might be the only classes I paid attention to in school. But uh, I always, you know, thought I was a better artist until, like, I guess Instagram came out. And I'm like, oh, shit. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, I, you know, but uh, but that's what people cool. are amazing. And yeah. I just want to support the people I love and the art that I love. And I just try my best to pay respects to it. And that's really, really I think, to me, what's most appealing about yeah. the platform Right. Did that light just turn on? Dun, dun, dun. Du, du, du. Is that as it's starting to grow and people are starting to see it more and understand it more, people are starting to reach out and mm -hmm. you're starting to reach out with people and these like natural connections are being made where now some fucking super talented dude that makes like death metal art that has like 300 followers on Instagram and like, you know, he does it because he loves it, but no one really cares. He's now going to have this platform where people are going to be wearing his shirt and like being and they'll be inspired by it and inspired by the message that comes with it. You know, right. and that's like pretty, pretty rad to think about, you know, that, that's the idea. Yeah, that it's like transforming to wrap up what I'm saying. What I like the most about it is that it seems to start to transform a lot of the darkness in our society, like. If you think of extreme metal or, you know, like gothic art or these different things, like the the darkest, <clears throat> deepest part of our subconscious that people are expressing and to basically be like, hey, do you know why you're doing this? Like mm -hmm. this is because you've got some shit that you need to deal with. A really great way to handle that is get in the gym, get some exercise, eat healthy, you know, and start funneling that energy in a more productive way. I think that's fucking rad. And so when right. you came to me with the idea, I was like, I'm in, I don't really care what it ends up being. I'm in cause just cause that's how I feel. You know, like I still listen to metal in the gym, still get a lot out of those things. I'm not an artist by any means. So like being able to see people paint and do these different things and Mm -hmm. make these sketches and stuff and then have it transform into a positive message is pretty fucking rad. Right. And, uh, I would be lying to you and everybody else if my original idea and like iteration of the whole quote unquote brand was like that deep. I, it was it, part of it. It was well, maybe subconsciously, definitely subconsciously. I would say fitness for the misfits was all, was from that was the from beginning. the beginning. And yeah. that was kind of a pun, like kind of just a reference, but it, it was very intentional to give, the quote unquote misfits of our society, especially in the gym, a place to feel comfortable, mm -hmm. like a home, a voice, because I didn't have one. And I guess this would be a good time for me to kind of give a little bit of background as to who the fuck I actually am. Yeah. And uh, kind of make it make sense a little bit is um, 
I've always say first and foremost, I'm a fucking lifetime horror nerd. I'm a fat, angry, gothic kid at heart. I was as a kid and I will always be until I die. And if I'm not, then you can just slap me around because that's who I am for real. And um, I was a definitely a uh, out of shape, misfit, struggled with uh, self-confidence issues all throughout school. I fucking sucked at sports. I loved Marilyn Manson. I loved the Evil Dead like ever since I was like five years old. I don't know why. It's just how it was. And those things gave me strength to get through everyday life really like in school and you know not that I, w- I was lucky I wasn't like super bullied or anything like I don't really have too many sob stories I didn't have the easiest childhood in the world but who the f- who the fuck does you know whatever but you know I was your typical I was your I was your typical one of those and um metal and horror movies and they gave me strength to kind of just get through the day and uh in a world when you're like a dude I think you um especially like in my upbringing you know i'm from we're from pittsburgh it's very uh my family in particular was kind of like very no nonsense very east coast very like not the fuck up and i was kind of like eh, you know like kind of like an <laughs> God, art- i feel like kind of like an artist and kind of like you know kinda, you know admittedly maybe kind of a pussy or whatever you want to say um horror movies gave me and this is kind of what I was I was thinking about this before we started to really dive into like why I think I I like them and always gravitated towards that kind of darker aspects of art in our society is they gave me an environment that it was okay to be afraid ooh you know damn dude like I didn't have to put on a facade I didn't have to go to school and like puff my chest up and like act like you know I'm I'm okay. I got this. Like, whatever. Like, you know, Leatherface is coming at you with a fucking chainsaw and you're seven years old. Like, it's okay to scream. Yeah. You're, it's it's okay to sit, sit around and, like, kind of, like, cower in that. But in the same time, I kind of flip that on his head and would wear, you know, a Texas chainsaw shirt to school and be like, fuck you. <laughs> okay, this is me. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, don't fuck with me in a way. Yeah. You know. And that's a lot, a lot of times what it is. You know, right. you see... It seems like the costume that we choose to wear every day is kind of a reflection of our internal landscape. Right. And so when people, you never went like super over the top, like for the most part, it was just no. like band and horror shirts and, you know, just long hair and black long fingernails. Hair. <laughs> yeah. Black fingernails. You're just doing your thing. Yeah. But some people. But I was always nice. You know, that's of the course. Thing and that was the thing that once anybody met you, they started to go like, oh, dude, Zach's cool as hell. Like, yeah. And the thing is. Most everybody at a horror convention or at a heavy metal concert or a death metal concert or whatever you want to say, they are the sweetest, most loyal, genuine, most passionate human beings, beautiful people that I've ever met in my life. And uh, a lot of them, all of them are my very dear, close friends. And I think even still today with the woke age of the Internet and how everybody's accepting everybody and everybody's fucking this and fucking that, there's still a stigma. So like those people are like could shoot up a school or those are the people that are, you know, you kind of want to look at with like a weary eye. Yeah. And the and all you got to do is kind of open yourself up to that and realize that the complete opposite is basically true. Yeah. Basically, I, there's this type, there's exceptions no course. matter what. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, what 
my understanding is I've never been like a punk historian. Like that's never really been my genre. Like the idea of it is cool to me. Mm-hmm. So, but I never really dove into, mm-hmm. you know, Black Flag and the Sex Pistols and stuff. I never that wasn't really my thing. But my understanding of it is it was always kind of a safe space for the the forgotten and the disenfranchised in society. And that is one of the things that I think makes America pretty dope is like that they're for whatever reason in a bunch of different places like New York and LA and wherever and now, you know, Austin and Denver and Portland, like all the quote unquote cool cities in the country, which there's so many fucking cool cities that that's not even like a badge of honor anymore. But my point is, is they've given space for people that feel like they're not going to make it. You know, they've given space for the people that are not like keeping it together every day, which by the way, nobody is like, there's very few people. Are. Yeah. Like actually keeping it together. How many adults do you know that are yeah. actually keeping it together? Like quote unquote, people adults. show up, they do, they do their thing. You know, they, mm. they push those things aside and they're like, fuck it. Like I got to be here right now and right. And show up for this. And that's great. That's what, that's the antidote to not being able to keep your shit together. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've, I've always been fascinated by how America is like a kind of a place for, I don't, I don't know what the word is like the sort of like softer spirits in the, in the world, mm-hmm. like people that need to express something. They're not going to fight. They're not going to play sports. They're not going to like run a business. They just like, you know, because of the commercialism almost, because we found a way through our economy to like sell things in this really extreme way, they were like, oh, well, yeah, let's give the the freak that, you know, wants to make this like super crazy movie in this cabin in Michigan. It's called Evil Dead. Like, yeah, let's promote it. Let's buy it from them and like put it out there. You know, let's finance it. And like they gave this weird ass kid and his friends from where where's Sam Raimi from Michigan, I believe. But which is it Detroit or is it just no, it's like some, the middle some, of nowhere some like suburb I think I'm, some yeah, I'm a horrible fan everybody's like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck you don't know where Evil, Sam Raimi was born motherfucker Evil Dead 2 is my favorite movie but I don't know who he is yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah but they give this like I'm weird I'm a meathead too shut up <laughs> <laughs> they give this weird ass kid and his weird friends money to make this movie yeah. or no actually he funded that all himself but then they they, they went it. through a lot of shit to make those movies, man. Like funding and all kinds of craziness. And yeah, they jumped that's through a, a ton of holes. Another yeah. podcast yeah, for another for time. Sure, but, but the point is, is like it's hard. that shit isn't gonna fly in like Soviet Romania. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's there's just something about America and I guess like a couple other places throughout the world. But just I mean, America. There's no denial that America has like literally dunked on the entire planet with its culture. Right, yeah. You know, That's, I never really even th- thought of it like that. I guess. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I have, but yeah. Yeah, and so going back to your it's point true. about who you are, who, yeah, as a kid, is that even though people maybe from the outside looking in have been like afraid of like the kid that wears horror shirts to school or has his fingernails painted black because they think he's a school shooter and a shooter, a school shooter, and they think he's like, you know, this fucking dangerous like this lit fuse that's going to blow at any time. Mm -hmm. They still kind of like get it. You know what I mean? Like they might, they might look at you like what the fuck's the matter with you? Like you're weird, blah, blah, blah. But that's their own, that's their own bullshit that they're dealing with. But they still can kind of go like, ah, that's just like his thing. 
you know, because True. we're brought up in probably the most varied and colorful, at least pop culturally, like the most varied and colorful environment possible, especially with the internet now. Mm-hmm. It's like you can find whatever the fuck you want to be into. If you want to be some like steampunk unicorn fucking furry person, right? You can now do that. You can now. I'm do that. not saying that it's the best thing in well, the you world, but do you that can now do when that. When we were kids, we didn't say this from at the beginning, but you've we've been friends since we were three years old. Mm-hmm. So you've known me, and we we've known each other growing up. And um, hashtag 21 years of friendship. Bring it. And uh, <laughs> I feel like, and I feel like you can confirm this that I honestly, although like that shit's in my subconscious like all i talked about growing up i really never gave a fuck like i really just did me and i think a lot of kids especially and a lot of you know a lot of adults too do give a fuck you know there it's harder for some people than it was for me um i don't know why i'm not like kind of i don't want to like dissect my like you know psychology in the first 10 minutes of this podcast i mean i could right now i have a i have yeah there's because I feel the same way. It's a I lot feel... harder for people, though. And that's why I think this is important to give some people a voice in a place where you're not comfortable, like the gym. Yeah. I mean, especially because, like, that's... I was always surprised by that. Even though I felt, like, insecure at times about mm-hmm. going to the gym, I never was, like... I was never incapable of going to the gym, if right. that makes sense. Like, I was never in a state where I was so afraid of judgment or whatever that I couldn't make it there and couldn't, you know, go to the grocery store and get the good food or whatever. Like, but some people, and I've heard this quite often are like deathly afraid of working out. They're afraid of the embarrassment. They're afraid of being mocked and all these different things. And, you know, because they're overweight or they're too skinny or, you know, they just feel too insecure to like start, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's all this, like they're trapped in this like prison inside their head. And, I think that if you go to most metal shows, most horror conventions and stuff, like maybe like 3% of the people are in like good shape. Like a lot of people are in like okay Mm -hmm. shape. They're like, you know, they exist. They don't overeat. They're not like fucking smoking and drinking all the time. They just like are a person, you know, they put their extreme passion into what they're into and not fitness and not that's which is okay but yeah they, exactly like yeah. the guy the lead singer we just saw full of hell on friday best band to come out like ever i think good yeah we'll have to talk i will talk about that because i don't understand it i, I, I mean it. i do understand I it but i don't love them yeah yeah but like the singer is like in shape but like he's not like clearly not like a fitness dude he's straight edge he's straight edge totally yeah dude that he goes to sleep after shows that's what he says. He doesn't party like that's the rest fucking of them. fascinating. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't picture him being like a heavy drinker. No, no, I can't picture them being like a party band. So that makes a lot of sense. I like that. It's kind of a a trend now. Like a lot of uh, heavy metal musicians and things like that are healthy. A lot of them are vegan. Rob Zombie, the whole band's a vegan. Mm-hmm. The whole band is one vegan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's what happens when you join the cult of veganism. It's true. Is you become, you just, is, you is just one, morph into is one thing. like an amoeba. Um, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, the uh, guitarist of the, the Misfits, he might take some extracurricular supplements. That yeah, we I was going to say, that dude is on do. so much fucking hey, test, it's we, not even funny. We don't know, I'm not, you know, he's not, he's going to come here and beat my ass, but... I bet, um, he, sh- I bet he shoots huge loads. But he is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, this gorilla, this gorilla bamboo protein powder supplements or whatever. Yeah. But he is, I mean, 
fuck whatever he's he's he walks the walk he's a vegan he cares about like all of his posts are about like animals and like you know he's cool his girlfriend Alyssa white gloves the um singer of arc enemy is also a vegan mm-hmm. there i mean there's endless amounts and especially in the underground especially in the punk scene especially back home in pittsburgh punk scene in pittsburgh is pretty fucking hardcore it's pretty strong mm-hmm. and um yeah you took me to a show it's surprising that there's a presence like that there right now. and what totally you, underground what did you eat at that show vegan tacos right yeah dude and they yeah. were tight they were really yeah. good at this like garage they were making like these like tofu <laughs> like whatever and um that is like a trend now that's happening that um i'm like happy to be a part of like if, if i am in three percent like helping the uh you know the underground the misfits get a little bit healthier like kind of like wake up people to uh of area of their life that they weren't aware of like i wasn't for so long i my whole childhood my until i was basically 18 i wasn't aware of like proper nutrition or working Mm -hmm. out or anything uh to my detriment to uh you know we can definitely get into this later it's a whole podcast in itself but um i was so unhealthy to the point that i became anorexic when i was 17 and still struggle with a you know, an eating disorder never goes away. Totally. I don't really care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it still like rears its ugly head in my psyche quite a bit. Um, I deal with it because I know how, how many people don't know how, you know? Yeah. How uh, many, cause you, for context, yeah, you were, I guess, obese mm-hmm. and then not like morbidly by well, any means, but I was but like, overweight and never how, worked out. How much did you lose? <laughs> like 80 pounds or something? Yeah, like shit? 80 to like, uh, yeah, like eighty pounds. So you're like in, five ten, right? Yeah, yeah. And you went super tall, get ladies. Yeah, dude. Yeah, super tall, super handsome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Death comes lifting. It's all five ten. Yeah, super average white man, Italian build. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I was overweight as a kid a lot. Um, basically, to I mean, I like fucked around. I played like a, a little bit of sports. I hated them. Like I, I hated like everybody. Football honestly, and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but I would like go outside with my friends. Like I feel like that shit doesn't happen too much anymore. Like I have sisters. It makes me and, sad. Yeah, dude. yeah. I mean, we I used we used to run around and like fuck each other up with sticks and shit, <laughs> yeah. and like play basketball. Even though if I wasn't good, but you know whatever, I still like got around. But I just you know ate the standard American diet, which is poison for your mind and body and everything. Yeah, and um, it, and a lot of times it's like. For me, for just because I can only speak about myself, like mm-hmm. my family, we couldn't like whenever I was a young kid, we couldn't afford good food for my probably the first like five years of my life or so. Mm-hmm. And so we just had fucking craft mac and cheese and like maybe some broccoli and like a sausage if we were lucky, you know, like that kind of thing for, mm-hmm. for dinner. And then by the time like my parents started making money and we like lived in a different house and like life was better quote unquote Mm -hmm. i was already addicted to all that bullshit you know like so i whenever they'd be like here's healthy stuff i'd be like fuck you you know like of course and so that's a of course really insidious thing that i'm watching happen with people close in my life you know or just not even close in my life anybody that has kids is it's like oh it's easy right now Mm -hmm. for you to give them those fucking crackers and stuff but like just wait dude you can only give a kid so many Twizzlers before literally yeah. their gut only wants Twizzlers. Right. And how many parents are just so busy? Fuck it. Order pizza for the fifth time this week. Yeah. Way too many, you know, and you be grow up. I grew up in that environment. It was totally normal. We yeah. had pizza, pasta, whatever every night. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's like, uh, I mean, I'm seeing it now. So this is my first like nine to five job, quote unquote. Like I always had the luxury after college of working for myself and being able to cook at home mm-hmm. and like not like I was always, if I didn't eat healthy, that was an excuse. That was my own bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I can't even imagine coming home after being at work for 10 hours and having kids to take care of kids to cook for like all these fucking responsibilities. I literally cannot imagine it. Like I'm not ready. I don't have the mental capacity for that right now. And that's totally great and healthy to admit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But it's, and, and if something happened, I would figure out how to take care of it. I wouldn't just be like, Oh fuck it. I guess I'll die. You know, but like, I guess I'll die. I guess I'll die. Death comes lifting. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, the point is, is like I now after seeing this like firsthand in myself, I empathize with those people. I'm like, right. fuck dude, like you're getting chewed up by the machine and now your kids are suffering and you're passing off your trauma and your bad habits onto them and you're just creating another sick generation, you right. know? And so that's just to wrap this up. Right. The I think it's our responsibility, truly, and people think this is too heavy handed, but fuck you, you know? There's it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves so that our children take care of themselves. Like we have to heal this generation right now has to heal ourselves so that we stop passing off our trauma and our shittiness as culture. Cause it's not culture like going to BJ's or Buffalo wild wings or all that shit. Like let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like cool. There's fine a, once in a while. There's you a time and place for those life. things. Yeah. yeah. Live your life. Like go, go, your go. I love wings and I love beer. Like, yeah, okay. Like it's once a, a month, twice a month. Fine. Yeah. You know, but that is, that is culture. That's normalcy. Now yeah. that's not correct. That's not food. That's not living. That's there's no consciousness or community in that. That's just like people dysfunctioning amongst each other and with each other. And it's mm-hmm. fucking weird. Right. Like I don't say death comes lifting is for the children just because I'm a huge white boy Wu-Tang fan, although I am, but like it literally is. And that's literally my inspiration. You know, I'm a personal trainer and I work with tons of kids that gets me out of bed in the morning and I see myself in all those kids. And I see where I was and I see where I ended up and where I could have ended up, which brings me back to the original point that horror and heavy metal movies saved my life till I was 16 or 15, didn't, you know, old enough not to give a fuck. And then when I got super unhealthy and super, well, anorexic and, uh, you know, kind of on death's door a little bit internally, you know, my organs, I don't, you know, who the fuck knows what, I, you know, I didn't what even you put I, yourself through with that. Yeah. That like change, who knows? You that lost, took years off my life. I'm sure. I mean, you took like, you lost like 80 pounds in like two months or some shit. It was some, right. It was insane. So then fitness saved my life. Yeah. After, after horror, but like the, uh, the heavy metal never stopped. That just drove me further into the gym. And I was the literally 95 pound kid with long black hair and black fingernails that puts on basketball shorts and fucking looked like Marilyn Manson and was trying to do bench presses with, I couldn't even do the bar, but I fucking showed up every day until I could like, my goal in life was to bench press 95 pounds. Because I would, I would see like, quote unquote, jocks warming up with 95 pounds and I would just marvel at that. You yeah. Know? And that was what got me there every day. And look at you now, dude. Doing look at me now. I can do push 95 press. pounds. I can do 10 reps, dude, of 95 pounds. What's up? 
Well, aside from the <laughs> the pound for pound dick measuring contest that yeah. everybody does with like, oh, you only bench two twenty five, you fucking pussy, right? Which I think, that's me for sure. But, but you getting into the sort of like functional and like useful aspects of strength, like. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about the sort of like CrossFit style workout. Like it works for a reason, you know, like those, those, everything does. Everyone's like, oh, functional fitness is so fucking gay. Like, great. Mm -hmm. You can go ahead and believe that. But until you do some functional fitness exercises, stop talking shit because it works. Like you don't have to worry about how many pounds, how many reps, like do these things that will across the board benefit your body. And, you know, do it in a positive environment. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like you stop caring about that. You start doing it for you. Absolutely. Not doing it for like a, a trophy, basically. And that's the point. But the be just before all that, my point is just do something. Just go. Just go to the gym. You know, if you're struggling with self-conscious issues or whatever you're struggling with, mm-hmm. if I'm not saying that death comes lifting is your answer. I'm trying to just give somebody a little bit of encouragement and give them a place. It's like wearing like a metal shirt to the gym. Well, you can now. Okay. Like you can wear our shirts and feel cool about it. I hope, I hope, you know, who am I to say what's cool and what's not? Well, you, you're not saying it. The people that are buying it are saying it now, Right. you know, without your, without your information, people are just getting these things now and feeling this themselves well that's why we're sitting here right now i didn't start this with the intention to like cause a podcast or like i wanted shit to for me to wear like i was like you know what i'm kind of sick of uh wearing the same five metal shirts to the gym or whatever i want to how about a a clothing line or a fitness attire that isn't uh some androgynous neon robot looking shit with it that costs like 70 dollars for a pair of pants how about we get some werewolves and some coffins up in this bitch and yeah. like you know kind of fuck the system a little bit and that was the whole idea i just wanted shit that i would wear and i'm still doing shit that i just want to do and um yeah and it's like people, everything besides the women's clothing yeah everything is stuff that you and i wear right you know speak for yourself on the women's clothing brother I won't judge you. That's okay. Um, but hey, so the, the fact that it caught on and uh, it is helping people is I didn't go in with that intention, although I am a personal trainer. So that is kind of like my goal is to help people. And that's what, mm-hmm. you know, we don't make money off death comes lifting. It all just gets cycled back into the machine. I don't want anybody to think that we're like doing so well that we're sitting in this on it studio and we're some hot shots like people that you post a picture doing a workout or you breaking a PR in one of my shirts or messaging me and saying, Hey, this workout plan really helped me check that out. That's my money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what makes this all worth it. And like, that's what drove the need for this podcast right here. Mm -hmm. I think. And, uh, was to continue spreading the word, continue to be as honest and like transparent as possible with all these things going on and just get uh, have, cause there's only so much you can understand through, Instagram, right? There's only so much you can understand through the website, but when you hear somebody that you look up to speak passionately about something, you go, Oh, I fucking get it. Like they're just like me, you know? Not anybody, you know. But at the same time, we're we're all trying to level we're all nothing and something at the same time. True. We're just out here out here doing we're out here doing our best and we see you are too. And if you're not, 
you better start just do something that's you know my the fitness programs on the site or what or anything that i give anybody it is really just i don't want anybody to get so caught up in the numbers or the uh or anything i just want them to just go just move just do something start with 10 minutes on the treadmill pick up five pound dumbbells don't fucking worry about anybody else yeah you know even in once you get into the fitness world it's like kind of counterintuitive it kind of cannibalizes itself right because that's like how i started with like picking up five pound dumbbells not giving a fuck about what everyone else thinks then all of a sudden you can do 50 pound dumbbells and it feels like you give a fuck more about what people think because you're in the world and you're competing it's like i i hate that shit but that's it it's natural it's natural but that's why it's like at the beginning you're forgiven for sucking yeah but then once you're like intermediate it's like oh i gotta like show up and impress people now but continuing that beginner's mindset and realizing like there's always more to learn there's always right you know a greater ceiling to reach is is really important because then then you can give yourself permission to stop caring as much right you don't know how many times i've heard oh you're a personal trainer Pfft, your arms are skinny <laughs> or like yeah, I, get bench pre- I get bench press so much more than you i'm like dude then you're, you're you're awesome i'm so happy that you can do that but like the point is just be healthy i just want to feel you should all just feel good and move move well you know how many people i work with that like I start with them. They can't even get up off the floor. These aren't old people. They can't so, even get up off the floor. Like you ask them to like lay on the floor and then stand up. Right. There's so many people that can't do that, dude. And Damn. like, like we're we're healthy. We're in this world of you know total human optimization and taking supplements and fucking drinking our keto shakes like we're somebody. But we kind of lose sight of most people, like this standard American diet eating people. A lot of people that. Unfortunately, we I see the, my friends at uh, horror conventions and metal shows and people in that world. They just need to get their ass on a treadmill. They need to do some yoga. They need to address some tight muscles that they have. They need to stretch. They need to drink water. Don't worry about your carb intake. Like, don't worry about what kind of food you're eating. If you're eating organic, drink enough water, and then we'll go from there. You know, yeah, I, drink enough water and get some green vegetables in your mouth right don't overthink it don't let the world pollute your mind with this shit that you like so many people when they start a fitness journey or just starting a i even am starting to get away from using the word fitness i just want to say health and wellness or Mm -hmm. even like lifting like i know that's like our our thing that's my thing like that's my preferred like workout method so i made it that's like all the puns are lifting and everything's lifting yeah but like just move i just want to get more towards health and wellness mm-hmm. whatever that means to you that means to you but so many people are discouraged by that because try if you're a beginner if you've never been into a gym or if you've never fucking eaten a vegetable before try googling some shit and seeing like what you should do you're going to get so many conflicting articles advice people telling you to do this don't do that eat eggs don't eat eggs don't do cardio because it kills muscle and not fat and like you get all this shit and people that don't know any better, I don't blame them for being like, you know what? Fuck this. Give me a Pepsi and I'm chilling. You know, yeah. I kind of don't blame them. Yeah. So I'm just trying to just give a kind of no nonsense attitude to all that shit and just don't fucking worry about it. I'm not for we're not for like the elite athlete trying to take their game to the next level or prepping anybody for the, uh, you know, NPC figure competition like they know what they're doing we're um, we're focused on the underground and we're trying to help help the misfits out 
keep it simple. Yeah, keep it really simple. and I mean, just do your thing, man. It's easier. It's easier said than done, though. It's like it what does what does keep it simple actually mean to you? You know, and there's ah, well, there's you could check vi- out the beginners program on deathcomeslifting.com. I think you should, hey. because it's it's all practical and it's all basically it's not free. It's free on the website. There's no well, all the of the, all of the workout programs are free, but it's not. They will always be free. Well, that's not what I'm referencing. It's not free as in you're not going to spend money, but it's money that you're going to be spending already. It's like transform the beer and the hot dogs into kale and quinoa and water and water. (laughs) And like you're, you're net, you know, you're not going to go like, you're not going to save money. You're not going to lose money. It's going to be the same amount of money that you're spending, same amount of time that you're spending throughout your day. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is something that's been really powerful for me writing down every single time I feel like I want to do something that I probably shouldn't do. So I started writing down every time I use my phone to distract me and immediately I started to change that habit. Like I would write down the time of the day that I was like picking up my phone to distract myself at work or at home or whatever. And immediately I started changing that. What you could do potentially if you wanted to start is just write down every time you want to play, you want to play video games or watch Netflix or do something that's like sedentary and not helpful Mm -hmm. and then go on a walk, like transform that thing. And this is coming from someone that seriously struggles with that, like seriously struggles with like, you're doing a great job, brother. Well, but like the excuses of like, ah, whatever, I'm fucking tired. Like, I don't have time for this. Mm -hmm. That, that thing, whatever that thing is, like the moment you start pushing through it, it gives like so fucking quickly, it's not even funny. Like it's literally like 60 seconds of difficulty and resistance to like get yourself into the gym. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like that switching that, switching that thing in your mind around that has prevented you from treating yourself well, doing something that's gonna help you for your entire life. Like you, all you have to do is go like, okay, I'm just going to fucking do it. I'm going to write down every time I go to the gym and I'm going to write down every time I feel like I shouldn't go to the gym and I'm going to do it as, as often as I can. And once you like keep track of that just for a little bit, it's like, it's very, very easy and it requires one piece of paper and some vegetables and water. And that's it. It's true. Yeah. Um, and protein if you're into that. If you want to eat protein, dude, go for it. <laughs> He's the vegan cowboy. I'm just messing with him. Yeah, dude, we'll I, I don't, about, I've never consumed protein in my entire we'll, life. We'll talk about diets later. Um, but you don't realize, though, you know, we make it sound so simple. We make, we say, hey, write something down when you don't, when you feel like you don't want to do it or whatever. They, like, use these tactics. Um, as sick as I am mentally, I feel like my brain's in pretty good shape because I'm mindful of what I put in my body and so are you. Mm-hmm when people are under that spell of the standard american it's and i i hate to sound dramatic and no it's a a spell make no mistake it's a spell if your diet is hamburgers and doritos or you know things that are even marketed as healthy like it's hard if you don't know shit and i'm not putting you down for not knowing shit you got other things going on you didn't have time to uh not take your sats and study personal training and nutrition (laughs) um it's hard. Things that are marketed as healthy. Granola that has 
500 grams of fucking sugar in every serving and in, in yogurt oh, and it's all organic this, brown yeah, sugar and, oh. and it's confusing everything at whole foods is not healthy like people think it is are you kidding right huh right what right but but you what? could wait see but i how... got i got vegan gluten-free chickpea flour cheetos the other day and yeah so you're you're telling me i felt weird after eating three percent better than wow that's fucking crazy no here's and people don't have money for that shit too they don't think they do but but they do more or less it's hard for people to make that switch because it's hard to break those habits and you're it's as bad it's as worse i think it's as worse for your mind as it is for your body the uh you know the standard american diet and not working out at all and just you know i love obviously music and i love movies and i love art but if that's all you consume and you don't take care of your body and you just like sit around and you don't really pay any mind to what you're putting in your body and you're using those your mindfulness elsewhere your brain gets in a weird pattern and um it's not easy i mean it's easy for us to say Hey, just write something down or hey, just drink water and get on the treadmill. It's you just have to really break that habit and you re- it's hard. It's not easy. And I don't mean to downplay it as that it's easy. But if we can help, then we can help. Yeah, you like know? we're here for you. That's yeah. the thing is like, like it's, it's hard for me every day. Like, you know, I want yeah, I want to drink whiskey and eat um, chicken wings and, you know, smoke weed and sit around all day and watch Evil Dead too, dude. Yeah, that's what I want to do. But I don't. You don't once a week. I do the, sure. the, <laughs> Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. But the, what you're saying is, I think, a really important thing for people because if you ever talk to recently, like someone that's like truly under the spell of of television and shitty food, and you know, just this like quote unquote work life balance, where basically they just like work all day and then come back and like are dead like they're just completely dead behind the eyes they're not actually they're not actually living you know Mm -hmm. and so it's like this weird ebb and flow of unconsciousness that they're just kind of going between you like talk to someone like that it's almost kind of disturbing we're like holy shit like you there's like mold on your brain there's like rust on your brain there's like something it's really bizarre. Like you meet someone that's like really dialed in. Mm. Like that's what I love about about working it on it. Like not that these people are better or worse. They've just found something that I find appealing, right? Mm-hmm. They found a part of themselves and a, a culture that that I resonate with and that's why I'm that's why I'm here. But they a lot of them are they eat relatively well. They're in the gym, they're talking about interesting ideas and stuff like that. And they have kind of like a light behind their eyes. And it's like, wow, that's really nice to see that and feel that and maybe feel like I have that sometimes too. And you start to understand like you can like shed these these layers internally, like not only in your internal organs, like your your gut flora and your heart health and, you know, your your lung capacity and all these different things. But like shedding that fucking rust that's on your brain is literally a night and day difference if you can if you don't even have to work out if you can start if you can stop polluting your brain with shit you literally will start having more profound i i believe this that you'll start having more profound and more clear thoughts almost instantly he speaks the truth ladies and gentlemen seriously the vegan cowboy gets deep but he's right 
if you're someone that, and this is no, <clears throat> excuse me, this is no judgment at all because this no, was, this not. was me previously. Like I, still, I was someone still that was me. I still struggle with it, you know? Well, well, this I I mean I don't struggle with drinking a fucking six pack of Pepsi and eating an entire thing of goldfish anymore. But that impulse is no, the, still within that's me. That's what I mean. The impulse because it's is transformed still there. into this quote unquote healthy thing. It's right. now it's like here and there I'll drink fucking three Zevia sodas and eat an entire thing of uh, party time. Let's go, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and eat an entire thing of like vegan cheddar corn chips or whatever. <laughs> with uh with vegan cream cheese and like damn let's be honest about about vegan substitutes for a second they're all bullshit too (laughs) yeah dude like everything else yeah it's all chemicals because you you ate a coconut flour cookie and you're paleo does not mean you're healthier than the person eating chips ahoy really in some way you are because the ingredients matter but for the most part the end of the day the bottom line yeah the net the net balance of that exchange is is basically the same but my point is is like if you're someone like that, I'm not passing any judgment towards you whatsoever. Like Absolutely life is fucking not. hard and we're conditioned by and large by advertising and school lunches and just our our parents and our environment and basically the things that we are buying and are being sold, we're we're conditioned to think that it's okay. And so if you're in that position, like it's fine. Like there's there you still have time, you know? Oh yeah. You can still figure it out. You could make the change today if you really wanted to. It's never too late. I yeah. see it every day. I deal with those people every day, one-on-one, face-to-face, dude. You, yeah. You know? Death Comes Lifting is the last company that's going to... Or company, I hate to say, just us. Like, we're... It's a company. It is. Yeah. But I don't even want to think of it in terms like that. Like, it's just we're... That's an environment where nobody's going to be judged, especially for what you eat. Especially yeah. for what you look like. If you're doing the right thing, it doesn't... You don't have to break any records... Even in life, even if you just want to walk on the treadmill, you drink more water, what the fuck ever, but you're killing it in another area of your life, if your art and your music or your passions or you don't realize this will excel if or you take care of yourself your in the gym. Yeah. yeah or, or just being whatever. a better human. Yeah. It's, right? If and, you do, and even if you're not, even yeah. if say for some reason this resonates with you a lot, but you just know deep down that you just are sucking real hard right at the moment you know like you just you have nothing you have no positive output into the world no positive input into yourself like Mm -hmm. you will still not be judged like you'll still be welcomed with open arms like yo dude you'll be listened to like hey what's going on with you absolutely it's like i smoke cigarettes all the time i hate my job i just scream at my girlfriend all night and i stay up till four in the morning and wake up at six and I'm just tired and I Been think I'm there, gonna motherfucker. get let's yeah. go and it's like you know? I, I feel like I'm gonna die and <laughs> be know? like all right well you know the problem so you're basically halfway there yeah it's you know I, I I don't know for certain but my hunch is that a lot of people really don't know their problem like they might have some true. sense of it but I feel like a lot of people even if they know the problem, it hasn't hit them that it is a problem, right? right? Like there's a, it, how many people do you know that are like, yeah, maybe I drink a little bit too much and they just laugh it off while they're drinking. Well, like, it's been me. Yeah. But like they, yeah. they're aware of it, but it hasn't like hit them that it fucking sucks and they should stop yet. Until they stop. <laughs> you Until, know? Yeah. And yeah. there's, there's a, there's also something to be said, and I'm not saying that people need to ruin their lives, but rock bottom is a hell of a motiva- motivator. Like, I've been there many, many times. Not through substance abuse or anything like that, but just... Mentally. 
Yeah, just the physically. avalanche, the cascade of all of the things that you're screwing up in your life falling on you at once. Like, yeah, that can force you to get your shit together in a really powerful way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when people come to people they look up to with a problem and they, they're asking for help, they're aware of it, they want it, but they're like, they're not ready. They haven't had that internal motivator. They haven't had that moment of like, holy shit. Okay, let's go. Let's fucking go. I'm tired of this. I'm so ready to change. I can't even describe it anymore. And no matter what your situation is, like you can, you can skip that hell of being, of being like completely down on your luck, completely just hopeless and ruined Mm -hmm. with consistency, right? Like if you somehow find the people or the motivation or whatever to like keep you in line just for enough time that you can crawl out of that hole before you dig yourself down into like the bowels of hell. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And it that comes with awareness. That comes with being like just slightly aware of like, man, my shit's out of whack. Like I could really, I really think I could do better here. That's really all you need. You know, you don't, you can, if you want to hit rock bottom and feel like you're going to die and feel like you're going to kill yourself and like everything's going to shit. There's something romantic about that. Yeah, there's something romantic about that and that's fine. I'm not that's encouraging fine. anybody to do it. Yeah. But if you want to do it, it's a hell of a way to learn. And right. that's just, a, it's just another learning experience and taking it from, if you look at it from a higher perspective, it's just, yeah, hey, if you want to learn that way, go for it. There's really nothing. It's all, it's all blessed. It's all okay. It really is. Yeah. You know, and so. And I've been there. We've been there. And uh, I mean, that, that inspires me, what you just said. It doesn't matter what level you're at. You can always check your shit, you know. You, right now. Right now. Like the, what you just said. I mean, I was thinking about myself. I'm fucking fired up. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and, like I'm talking about people being on their phones and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like I could chill out with that for sure. Absolutely. I could, you Dude, know, I, I, I literally, because we spent basically the whole day together just like in the zone yesterday. Yeah. I didn't respond to anybody. So whenever I got home, was going to bed at 2 a.m., I was up on my phone for like 30 minutes texting people back. Yeah. What the fuck? Right. You know? Yeah. Like, that's not good for me. Yet yeah. I did it. And I'm here talking about dialing in my shit. But it's... Right. I feel like giving people a space to express the fear or like the problem that they're having is really the first step. Because I can't tell you how many times... I had something that I wanted to say to someone and I didn't say it and I know they could have helped me with it, but I was afraid to say it. Uh-huh. And having a space and understanding that like the shit that we go through together is really the thing that unites us underneath everything is super important. And I think that's what, that's probably, obviously we're not going to force this in any way, but I think if I had to pick something that Death Comes Lifting would be known for is like no matter what you're into... You don't even have to like horror or punk or heavy metal or whatever. If you just want to be heard for the shit that you're going through and you want someone to point you in the right direction, this is the community. Because it is no joke, no like fucking sales pitch, fitness for the misfits. Like truly, if you feel fucked up about something, there are people here for you. And that's why we got to start with the kids, dude. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's straight what, up. And, and I think if, that that's amazing. And um, I love that you're I love that you're into that. My inspiration for that is looking in the mirror. If I had somebody like me when I was in elementary school or middle school, 
I mean, I'd be a, I mean, I'm, I'm the, I don't want to change anything. I love who I am and I love where we ended up and everything, mm-hmm. but it would have been so much fucking easier, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you dude. know? And yeah. if I can be that guy for one kid, I can die happy. Well, you already have been. So I can die happy. That's why I'm cool with death. Death comes lifting. Fucking let's go, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Seriously. And I think that's also therapeutic in a way and why, um, people in our circles are happier with uh, if you embrace the dark side of things there's something therapeutic about that that you're kind of okay with it Mm -hmm. you know and you'll be kind of happier at the end of the day for that and going back to what i kind of want to connect it in the uh music and uh and uh you can come in yeah we're getting a little guest here what up boss well if you guys want to do it now's the time let's do it all right let me wrap up this one thought and then we're going to get the mastermind Eric Godsey in for some horror and heavy metal psychology breakdown right now. Fuck and yeah, maybe dude. he can shed some light on this. But there is a what you were saying about, you know, hitting rock bottom. OK. And um, I want to take it back to like the artist in me that idolizes other artists that thinks that there's something romantic and really cool and that you make your best art when you're up all night on coke or whatever and like you're kind of coming down and you're writing crazy poetry and you're fucking painting with your blood or like doing all that like that shit's like awesome in a way but like there's i feel like people in that kind of mindset not in that exact one please don't do that i'm not recommending you do that but uh you get what i'm saying right yeah and um that you can't be that person. You can't make good art. You can't make like crazy. You're, you be yourself if you're healthy, like some, like that kills a part of you somehow. If you like put down the drugs and alcohol for like water and protein shakes and vegetables or whatever, that that kind of like diminishes your artistic credibility. Like there would be no Marilyn Manson if, uh, you know, he didn't do pills or in the own set of worked out. I don't believe that's true. Uh, maybe maybe to it a degree would, it would look different it would look different but i think that like me, me personally i am a way better musician and artist and writer i mean that's my passion that's why i started with reviews and everything and i didn't never really wanted to do a podcast because i just wanted to write mm-hmm. but i'm a better writer sober and healthy and my mind is on fire dude like my i can feel my brain connecting and like putting it into the art and i feel so much better about it Fuck yeah. being healthy and getting healthy and getting yourself into the gym will help you in other parts of your life, even your artistic endeavors. And if you're this dark, fucked up boy or girl that like wants to like stay that way, you can do that and be healthy too. And we love you. That's all Let's I'm saying. Let's fucking go. That's all I'm saying. Let's go. Because I worried about that too. Yeah. And it is, yeah, it's false because it's it basically, false. It's ridiculous. if that darkness is within yourself and you start to heal it and you yeah. start to bring it up and your human instrument your brain and your body is clearer and healthier that thing might shine through brighter the Honestly. darkness will shine through brighter and in a more effective way yeah and in almost a, a like less more dialed in pity way yeah it's a more, more like, empowering to others way yeah this is what i'm feeling check this the fuck out and then you're right. more prolific and productive and you're making these things regularly rather than some band that just does heroin all the time and puts out an album every five years like yeah there's something poetic about it but at the same time it's like 
do you, you guys could be that be guy? Some, <laughs> some dope shit, dude. They yeah. don't have a fun life. Yeah. Do you want to be that guy? You can have a fun life and be creative and productive at the same time. Let's go. It is all possible. It's all blessed. Thank you so much for having me on, man. This is awesome. This was a great, this went way better than I thought it was going to. Yeah. And the, I the, love this. Just ramped up. Yeah. Just like kept elevating. And I think that that's really cool to see. Thank um, you, man. Whenever Thank you, you uh, for everything. Yeah. When you stick through something and you just like let the let the grease fall off the wheels or whatever or you grease up the wheels further whatever the analogy is whatever you want greased up grease that ass off rag on it give them hell freaks that's the message at the end of the day just wake up and give them hell do your best we love you no matter what we love you thank you man thank you